welcome to episode 18 of uh, the Cop Talk podcast. Uh, once again, joined by Mark and Jim Lambert, the authors of the book Cop Talk. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good. How about Hi, you? I'm Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad that's a bad representation of Mark because you see tonight Mark sounds great, but Jim sounds like he's a little bit far away. Hey Jim, are you in the bathroom? Hi, I'm Mark. You sound like you're in the bathroom, Jim. Are you in the bathroom? Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> Is that all you're going to say all night, or what? Apparently so. So. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> so coming to you he can't push the button on his phone that goes droid yeah coming coming to us from the bathroom is jim and then coming to us from the rest of the places is uh that's that's jim's hideout really so is this, uh, this really episode 18 this is really episode 18 wow. i'm not sure i like this number it's kyle bush's uh nascar number i'm, <laughs> I'm not happy with his show oh I'm i sorry. agree we we got to put an end to this thing like right now yeah. Shows over. Um, any well, never mind. I'm not gonna. You know, I would just alienate our listeners if I said anything wrong about NASCAR. So I don't want to. So. Hey, hey Jim, what show do we got to get up to for Tony Stewart? Oh, we already passed that what? one. We got a team, we, baby. That was an awesome show, if you remember. <laughs> I'm glad we're basing our our shows on on NASCAR people. We, we just got to get That's up to done. 88 pretty quick. Oh well, we got a ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to call the next show 88. So, so yeah, tonight... I'll be happy when we get to 24. Ugh. Oh, yeah. You know... Well, anyway, Jim sounds funny because he's uh, remotely with us again. I don't know if he's out on the back road searching for... Uh, what's her name? Brittany, was it? Yeah, I, 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 it's confidential. Yeah, he... Uh, if you listen to some of the uh, past shows... Um, Jim was looking for a girl named Brittany out on the side of the road or found a girl named Brittany on the side of the road. So you could listen to other episodes to find out who Brittany is. And uh, But usually when Jim's on remote, he's, he's out on the move somewhere. So if, you, know how, you know how to tell when Mark's lying? His lips are moving. Oh. So anything that Mark says, just disregard because I can neither confirm nor deny anything he says. Yeah, but Jim, this is radio. Nobody sees my lips. <laughs> I can tell they're moving. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to get back to something that's a little bit more important to everybody, why don't we talk about tonight's show topics, which are going to be, the first one is going to be about court and what people actually show up in, as in what they're wearing in court or lack of what they're wearing in court or potentially the fashion faux pas that they make when they go to court. Um, Who's the big words, Brent? We'll just say uh, wardrobe uh, malfunctions. I'm sorry, does that have something to do with NASCAR? (laughs) Okay, so what was that weird? What was that word you use? Uh, faux pas. That's that's really not that big of a word. That's like that's something you use a lot when you live in a gay community. <laughs> I do live in. Yeah, a that's gay. not a word that I put in a police report too many times, there, Brent. That's just because your sergeant won't know what it means. I don't think I anybody knows. I responded code three, and when I arrived, I, I made a faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> faux pas. Or I drove over one. One of the two. <laughs> so, so Jim, since so so last week we talked a little bit about court appearance, what people wait, were and wait, were not. wait, something more important. Oh, I'm sorry. Are do do you speak first? Yeah, you're you're the one that didn't send out the show notes, so it's a free for all now. What well, I'd like to do is I would like to welcome the Iron Warriors to the show, uh, especially specifically the Arizona chapter. Uh, the Iron Warriors, welcome to the show. Arizona, hello. That's uh, 
for those of you who don't know, Iron Warriors is a motorcycle group, and uh, it's comprised of retired and active law enforcement, firefighters, and public safety that uh, love to ride Harleys. And uh, American made V-Twin motorcycles, and it's a national organization. They're all over the place, but uh, recently the Arizona chapter uh, voted to put a little link to our, uh, actually it's a big link if you look at it, to our uh, um, podcast and our website right on their chapter. And if you look on our website, you'll see a link to their chapter. Check it out. But it's a very cool group, and I wanted to welcome all of them uh, to the show. And thanks, Ed, for uh, helping uh, make it happen. Yeah, that is pretty cool, but I got a question. Can you ride a gold wing and be in that group? Uh, is that an V-twin? No. Yeah, I don't Negative. think that's a V-twin, buddy. That's a little uh, discriminatory, isn't it? <laughs> hey. Okay. Well, now that all of our new listeners are now leaving. Yeah, now that you were just offended. Hey, yeah. Jim, it's a Goldwing. Go go ride with the Goldwing group. I think uh, AARP. Um, yeah, I think it's called... Uh, why is it just going to be Harleys and, uh, and, and uh, V-twins? I mean, especially the Harleys. I'm sure the V-Twin guys in that group that are on Hondas and uh, and Suzuki's and Yamahas probably are the leaders of the pack because the guys in Harleys are always looking back, straining their necks, uh, trying to see what vibrated off the bike. So they're <laughs> probably really not even active riders in that group. So hey, to the, I'm thinking to the they new, should allow... To the new listeners from the Iron Warriors to the group, that's just my bitter br- uh, brother because every time he comes over to my house, he walks into my garage... And he sees my gorgeous Screaming Eagle Harley parked there. And he's just jealous. He goes home and he sees his paint-faded uh, Honda sitting outside. So he's just jealous. Yamaha. Don't listen to Yamaha. What a, oh, Yamaha. A Yamaha. Excuse mm. me. So Technically, that's even worse. Thank you. Don't, don't pay attention to what he says. Yeah, but you know, that's a funny thing, Mark. How we'll, long we'll have you owned that Harley? How long have you owned that Harley? How long have you owned that Harley, Mark? We'll put a picture of Jim's uh, Yamaha on the website, and you'll see why okay. he's so bitter. Right. Anyway, He's let's owned get it on five with years, and you know right. what? That's the only time I've ever seen it is in his garage. I've never seen him ride it. I've never heard him start it. It's always sitting in the garage with a bunch of cat litter absorbent underneath it to catch all the oil. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's my he doesn't even have a cat, dude. I mean, there's something up there. He doesn't even have a cat. But all right, next topic, court. Yeah. Uh, so, I and Warriors, uh, thank you very much you, for your support. You, we appreciate it. You enjoy your Yamaha, ha, 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 Jim. <laughs> All right, next topic. So, so Mark, since you uh, apparently already took the entire floor, why don't you uh, go ahead and do the other stories that you want to? And after Jim uh, ruined our new listeners and made yeah, you know, I'm thinking if they're if they're ex police, fire, and that they're pretty used to people like Jim, so I don't think yeah. it'd be a problem. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, oh, no, I mean, we deal with like those Jim. types of we deal with those types of people every day. So, what's the big deal? Uh, there's just a couple articles. In fact, I lost some of the articles, but uh, there was a recent one here. Probably um, put together some show notes. Athlete, <laughs> athlete arrested in robberies. There was a nearby town that, over the course of a month, um, teenage kids walking around the town were getting robbed by a group of guys. They'd, they'd pull up in a car. They'd pull up just ahead of them. One of them would get out and start walking. And when the kid caught up to him, uh, they'd punch him in the face. It'd be a strong arm robbery. They take the iPods, the iPods and phones and, and different things. And they finally got a tip to go contact, uh, an athlete, a well-known athlete, uh, from one of the high schools at his house. And they discovered all the stolen property in his room. 
And one of the key things is when they interviewed him, they told him that the victims were targeted because they were walking alone and distracted, either by listening to music or talking on their cell phones. And we cover that all the time. I mean, if you can't drive around now without seeing people walking across a busy street, stepping off a curb, or just you know walking through a shopping center, looking down at their phone, texting, or or not paying attention. And that's what makes people victims. When if you're unaware of what's around you, if you're unaware of your surroundings. You're going to become a victim, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, the other articles I have, it's just there. There's, I'm sure most cities have a weekly log. It's just full of thefts from garages, um, stolen bicycles, burglary, uh, residential burglaries. Just it's full of thefts, and the uh, times are getting hard, and the thieves are going after more and more. So you really got to take precautions. Uh, third article, music may improve men's luck in dating. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't for the show. I was going to give that to Jim um, uh, later on. Tw- 22, can you email 22 me? on that one. I'll, I'll email <laughs> it to you. It was, it, was in the, right. it was in the paper the other day, but I'll, uh, I'll email it to you, Jim. Sorry, that wasn't supposed Thank to you. go on the show. Good looking out. Um, like last thing was something that happened yesterday um, in our city. We got a call of, uh, luckily, an alert person saw somebody break into a... Um, car smashed the window stole the purse took off on foot jumped a fence very descriptive the caller called in and and just described this guy to a t you know braids red and white hat uh, blue jeans with red pockets and a black shirt red and white Blood shoes yeah <laughs> so we found the guy dressed i mean exactly to a t did the uh lineup and everything arrested him but the thing is, it tied up two officers for hours with the booking, uh, writing the case and everything over something that could have been avoided. This lady left a purse on the front seat of her car. And if that purse wasn't there, this never would have happened. I mean, it would have happened somewhere else in another location, but it wouldn't have happened. She wouldn't have had a broken window. She wouldn't have had her property uh, taken. We wouldn't have had to tie up two officers. So, And that's something that we press on over and over over and over again in a car don't leave anything in plain view even if even if it's not a value if you don't you know a book bag or something to a thief he's going to think it's a laptop he's going to break in and try to get it so go back and look through the tips on our you know we're going to sound like a broken record with all the times that we say it but go back and look at our tips and find out what makes people victims and it's just something that happens on a daily uh, occurrence there i'm done with the news brent wake up those people just aren't listening to the show. That's the problem. So we need to get the word out to them to, to actually listen. That is true. Or buy our book and read it. <laughs> Jim in so the bathroom again? I think I think Jim's on delay. I think that's the problem. He's just he's a little bit behind all of us, and then he just blurts out comments every once in a while. Uh, the last Jim's, thing I heard is that, that dude a little fled behind. on Harley, and, and I was waiting to hear that they took him into custody because the Harley broke down two blocks away from the crime scene. <laughs> you know. If you listen to our show, you'll know that Jim latches on to something every show. It's like a keyword he latches on to, and the whole show he tries to make jokes about that. But Mark, no matter, you hardly know what you're talking about. <laughs> sort of like that. But again, Iron Warriors, please don't take it personal. He's capping on his brother because he's so jealous because he's got a piece of crap Yamaha sitting outside his house that doesn't start half the time. So um, he's just bitter and jealous. So don't take it personal. I am anyway, hard. on with on with the show because uh, 
people want to tune into the show to learn about tips, how to keep themselves safe, not listen to two brothers cap at each other the whole time. Oh, I don't know about that. I think we've had actually <laughs> people. Hardly worth listening to. Yeah, I think that people actually you already use that one, Jim. Saying just that. Yeah. You already you already use that one, Jim. Um, so well, it's kid, a good thing there's no Harley jet skis out on the water. You'd be uh, really picking on them, huh? Yeah, just think how much that could break down. <laughs> so, so the uh, the one other news story was sort of related to the stuff that you were talking about, Mark, which is the the kid that walked off the cliff out here, um, basically just wandered off and said that he was. Uh, well, okay, he didn't say anything because he died. But they walked off the cliff supposedly on his cell phone or texting somebody. And uh, must have been really into it because apparently from what I was told, the cliff was like very like two, 300 feet from where the trail was. So he must have been walking for a while. So I don't know how obviously you can get really distracted on a cell phone or device like that. But, man, I, you know. Hey, you know what's scary? I was, I was thinking about this the other day. It's scary. I mean, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, everyone just kind of went around their own thing, and they actually wore a little beeper on their belt. And uh, if it beeped, then you looked down at the number, and you either went to a payphone or called somebody back from your office. But everyone has a cell phone, and I mean everyone. I'm, I'm talking six-year-olds in friggin' elementary school, but... I, I went into Rayleigh's the other day, and three of the clerks are on break out front, and they're all looking down at a cell phone, you know, texting away to whoever. There were even officers in traffic court last week uh, texting in the back, you know, uh, in the back of the courtroom. And, I mean, everybody and their mother has a cell phone. And, and I mean, I use one religiously, but there's a time when not to use it. And I think you're going to see a, a lot more of a trend taking place with people getting... Uh, taken advantage of or victimized for not paying attention. Well, yeah, and and that as is true. Mark's, and if you Mark's look, stories hit on that, right? Yeah, you look at uh, like I said, you people are walking down the down the street. I mean, you got these women walking through shopping centers in the evening, looking down, texting. They're not looking up. They're not looking around. Anybody could come up behind them, grab them, grab a purse, grab their phone. Uh, it's ir- annoying to me as you go into a store and you're waiting in line and the clerk or at a restaurant and the, either the waiter or the, the clerk, they're just sitting there texting and smiling and checking their email. And it's like, please, it really gets annoying. Oh, I've had that discussion with somebody at some store that was doing that. And I said, well, hey, thanks for uh, helping me. <laughs> it's um, obviously whatever, whoever you're texting, let me know. It's more important than me, your customer. Yeah, and but, you see these people that are supposed to be getting, you know, paid to do their work, and they're just sitting there and doing nothing, just texting. I won't even get into the fact that uh, one of my own employees uh, does that. And when I printed out the instant messenger history, it was 675 pages long over four months. And, yeah, that's a that's a huge problem. Distraction. Wow. See, most, and, of, most of Japanese motorcycle companies have standing orders that are in their workplace employees and mechanics can't use cell phones unless they're on a break. Obviously, the Harley uh, Corporation is a little different where everyone's texting instead of, you know, putting together solid motorcycles. But anyway, yeah. Well, Jim, you know, the reason they don't want the Yamaha's and whatnot in the group is because uh, it's a very manly group with manly bikes, and they don't want these little, <laughs> they don't want these little sissy bikes in there. So, you know. Uh, whatever. Hey, I, I got to say, I, I got a Yamaha. It's a dirt bike, and it belongs in the dirt. Okay, and so that that's that's where the Yamahas belong is on the dirt. Harleys belong on the street. Wow, that Go one ahead, got Grant. Jim low. 
I won't even start talking about police motorcycles, but that's a whole different thing. So, oh, I'm sorry, Brett rides a Honda. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Not anymore, but yeah. when Jim's bike is running, you can't hear it. It doesn't sound like it's running. That's right. It's because <laughs> Jim's bike usually isn't running. <laughs> that was hey, a good one. Text you my response. Yeah, uh, yeah. Would you? Because I'm texting. Would you please uh, text me a response? Yeah, I'll do that right now. Okay. Yeah, don't don't because. Have you seen that? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> hey, in fact, the Iron Warriors, if you're listening, send in Yamaha jokes to Jim. He's got his e- email on our website, so you could send your Yamaha hey, jokes to him. TTFN. That's <laughs> <laughs> tops off for now, Mark. <laughs> I keep forgetting Mark doesn't text. No, I don't text. I try to stay away from all that. And that's probably a good thing. I've got a phone that makes calls and receives calls, kind of what they were designed to do. It would, it would take Mark a half an hour to do one anyway, because, you know, when you have to go A, uh, A, B, A, B, B, C You know, every if time. I want to talk to somebody, I just call him. Not that I want to talk to Jim, but if I wanted to talk to Jim, I would just call him. Yeah, and that's why every time you call me, I look at the phone and go, God, why is he calling me? That's true. You do the same thing if I text you. No, you haven't texted me, because it would take you a half hour to do a text message. He doesn't so, know how to text. <laughs> That's pretty hard to push a couple of letters and push send, Jim. <laughs> okay, so since both of you don't have anything important to talk about, how about Jim lets us in on his little story about what he saw the other day in court? Well, I'm sure this goes way outside the courtroom, like with job interviews and meeting with your probation officer and other life's little wonders. But in, uh, in fact, the court the other day, it was a full house. And I was just amazed at how many people were there with uh, shorts on. And I'm talking like baggy, sagging basketball shorts and uh, just looking like total slobs. And I think there was a lot to be said for the term uh, dress to impress. And I think the judge actually, you know, people are under the misconception that the judge always sides with the officers. And especially in our court, that's that's not the case. And uh, he plays a video. Uh, before the court appearances, um, explaining what the, uh, you know, what's going to transpire in court and what the responsibilities are of the officer and, and the defendant. And uh, he's very upfront saying, uh, you know, that's a misconception. If you present a good case and there's reasonable doubt, then uh, you're going to get the case judged in your favor. But when you go up there looking like a friggin' clown and, and, uh, you know, bad-mouthing the officer, just making a bunch of accusations, you're not going to get a whole love. And that may not be important on a 50 or or $100 uh, fishing without a license ticket, but when you start talking about some of these serious moving violations or a $500 uh, boat ticket that you got out on the river, you better be pre- presenting a good case, and part of that would be uh, dressing you know, respectfully when you go into the courthouse. I mean, like Jim says, it's a matter of respect. If you go in with your pants hanging down off your ass and your hat on backwards and you're in a, you know, a tank top or something, the judge notices that. And, you, I mean, no one says you have to wear a suit and tie, but if you wear a nice dress shirt, you know, a pair of slacks, I mean, just do it for your court. You're going to court. You're, you're not going to a ball game or something. You're going to court. And uh, it, it's just a matter of respect. I know a lot of, if you watch a lot of the judge shows, they do that. As most people probably know by listening to this, my favorite's Judge Judy. I mean, she calls people morons and idiots, and she just, you know, puts everybody in line where they need to be put in line. But 
she'll flat out tell people, hey, did, didn't you realize that you were coming to court, you know, for the guy that's dressed in shorts or a tank top or something like that? But, yeah, it's a matter of respect. And the same thing goes for, I mean, there's not much you can do with tattoos, but uh, I stop people or arrest people. It's got, you know, like Norteno tattooed across their forehead and <laughs> stuff. I mean, don't people think about this before they do it? Do they get it done in a drunken stupor where they're young and dumb? And, no, I mean, it's that, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you talk about. I just worked our little wonderful event. It was all cool, especially with the twelve-year-old that had the tat of Norteno across his wrist. Yeah. Uh, hello, and stole his booze from his mom. Yeah, I, I had another guy that had. I know I can't say this one on the air, but he had F. You know, the F word, and on one on the fingers of his knuckles, U on the other hand. So I mean, I just imagine the guy going into for a job interview and. You know, the prospective employer looks down at his hands and it says, F you. I don't think that guy's going to be getting the job. Yeah, I know. I know many, many companies that won't hire people with any visible tattoos at all. Yeah, now you're well, being like, just, uh, now yeah, you're a couple of years back when I was in the jail, there was a dude that was actually he had the Golden Gate Bridge tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> and I'm sure that was a conversation piece at parties, but, you know, I, I like it when the victim says, yeah, the dude that robbed the store had the. The, a bridge tattooed on his forehead, and it was really never too hard to track this guy down before he could have identified. <laughs> Are you sure it was him? Yep, I am yeah. positive. You know, it'd be well, was it the Bay Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> We're having That'd a rash of problems in the neighborhood. <laughs> That'd be hard finding uh, five other similars for a photo lineup with that. Yeah, no kidding. We don't think he stands anyway, out. Get back to court in case I got a jam here in a minute. Um, if you're going to court, let's say the average person runs a uh, uh, you know a stop line or stops after the limit line at, at a four-way control stop sign controlled intersection, go out, take photos. Um, you know, if you've got a good case saying, hey, uh, you know, Your Honor, I I don't think maybe the officer had a good view of me. I did stop. I know that. I stopped religiously. I, I live in the neighborhood. I'm concerned about people doing this very thing. I see lots of cars below the the intersection. You can see based on my driver's license history that I don't have any previous. I mean, if you present a a well put together case and you go out and take the time to uh, to maybe get photographs of it, um, present yourself uh, in a calm, rational manner, and dress to impress, there there is a high probability that you're not going to be getting found guilty on that. And what the judge will normally do, uh, so that he's not fronting off the officer or just flat out ruling in somebody else's favor, he'll say that he's going to take the case under submission and notify you by mail. And that's usually a polite way of saying, hey, officer, you didn't have all your facts together and uh, you need to tighten things up, and you know, it's usually going to be a not, not guilty verdict. You know, in other times, like for stop signs, if there's trees growing out over the stop sign, take a picture of it right away. Don't wait a week or two, because if the city crews go out there and trim the tree, you're, you're out of luck. But uh, if yeah. the stop sign is obscured by some branches or trees, you know, go grab a camera and take pictures of it right away. Uh, if it's a speeding ticket, you could check with the city and see when the uh, sur if they have a current survey. Uh, if you're in court, you know, check and see if there's a current survey on file. If not, it's going to get dismissed. So there's a lot of things you could do to get out of tickets. But if but if everything's in order, you know, if the cop presents his case and he's got the evidence, you know, more than likely you're going to be found guilty. But like Jim said, if you know. Present your case to the judge. Be very polite, and you can see what happens. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. If people go into court and they just say, "Why well, didn't I?" Don't think I was speeding. When I looked, I was going uh, 
you know, 65. Well, that's after you see the cop in your mirror and you put your foot on the brake and then you look down. But people go to court and just say, well, no, I stopped. I mean, they have absolutely no proof, no evidence, no nothing. And it usually doesn't go in their favor. Yeah, or, or they're just all mad about the situation. And instead of taking that anger and putting it into something that actually is going to help them in court, they just, you know, continue to think that it's all the cops' fault. And, you know, hey, how dare you pull me over and blah, 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 blah. Here you go, Jim. Let, let, let's pretend I'm not your brother and I drove out your way and you're Dude, in control. I pretend car, that every day, but and, go and ahead. You, I'm and sorry. You, Whatever. And you hate Harley so much that I was out there on my Harley with my Ryan Hart pipes putting a nice rumble out. And uh, you saw this Harley and you instantly got hatred in your mind because you've got your little non running Yamaha sissy bike at home. Would you give me a ticket for loud pipes? Yeah. I didn't pound that crap and take it to the... Oh, never mind. I'd give you a ticket for littering and creating a uh, hazardous oil spill. Yeah, here <laughs> that's, a, that's a hazmat. That's a Maybe response. way in the old days, Jim, but if, if you actually checked Harley's out, I think you, you'd find that uh, they don't rattle apart and leak as much as the older ones did. Not as much as your Yamaha. Honda. But, you know, I, I Honda, Yamaha. You know, I got to say Jim's bikes, though, is Yamaha and his other, the Honda that doesn't run. Um the parts on that bike will last forever. I mean, I, I got to admit, they'll last Thank forever. You. Thank you. I, mean, I wasn't Thank done, you. Jim. It's because they won't start, they won't get anywhere, Both and the parts will last forever. Mm-hmm. How about the part that's riding it? That ain't going to last forever. Yeah, the loose nut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because we're on traffic related, I did get asked a question, and it, it was a very good question. Somebody asked me if they were in a parking lot and they went through a stop sign, could they get a ticket? Uh huh. Hello. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the answer because are we so talking is, private private property? Yeah, yeah, like a like a shopping center. Okay. Not enforced so, by local law enforcement, which most people don't understand this at all. So Brent, maybe don't you make want to it talk bigger about than it is. All right, don't make this thing you're a foofa. What you're going to use that foofa word again or whatever it is. I'm sorry if I speak. Here, if we'll, I speak we'll make in it simple. Mark, we'll if make I it speak, simple. will you shut up for a second? If I speak <laughs> in big words that you don't understand, I can explain them to you after the show. But okay, our we'll, listener base is not that simple. We'll, we'll do that, Brent. I think okay. if we took a poll, most people that wouldn't know what that word was that you used. Anyway, I'm start using. All right, here we'll, we'll make it simple. We'll make it simple for Brent. Jim, okay, thanks. You're in a parking lot going to your uh, cafeino to to go get another cafeino, and you're on private property, parking lot. You see a car go through a stop sign. Can you write him a ticket? Freaking fell. I wouldn't write him a ticket because it's on private property, but it's great PC for stopping the car to find out that he's uh, got a suspended license or uh, whatever. There you go. Now, there are some things uh, the police can enforce even on private property. They could uh, reckless driving, drunk driving, hit and run. But stop signs and stuff, if you run a stop sign in a parking lot, you can't get a ticket for it. Now, this is at least California. I don't know what other states do or don't. But in California, private property, if it's not regularly patrolled or uh, they haven't been, the police department hasn't been given permission to enforce the rules on there, the cop can't write a ticket. But he still can stop you. Like Jim said, there's great PC for a stop. I mean, you could be considered reckless driving there. Um, okay, who, I, I'm, con- I'm sorry. But who do you think actually knows what's considered private property? Why don't you explain to the fact the difference between private property 
being on the normal streets, law enforcement in general, and what they protect. Well, living in a gated community, Brent, hey, you could explain that one, too. Well, this is considered private property, and I never see yes. a cop in here ever. <laughs> That's because they can't write tickets in there. No, they, they can't even come in here unless they have a hot call, as per the policy of this place. Wow. No traffic that's, enforcement that's, that's by local cop. law enforcement. That's pretty cop friendly. Uh, it, yeah, you think? So unless that's you only have, sounds right. Yeah, well, that's the only reason our gates here too is for freaking enforcing what? Oh yeah, restraining orders. Yeah, that's why our gates are. Yeah. So the so, cop that pulls up their code three with his lights and siren has to fill out the guest pass before <laughs> he can get in. No, he has to call ahead of time and have somebody call <laughs> in for him as a guest. Excuse me, uh, excuse me, sir. Who are you visiting? <laughs> <laughs> Could you please turn your siren off? You're annoying our guests, sir. Yes, yeah. I'm hey, not kidding. That but there's somebody like... bleeding. To, there's someone bleeding to death in there, sir. You're gonna have to wait till seven o'clock in the morning. As I explained to the guy very simply, I said, if we come in here code three and you don't have the gate open, it will be opened by the time we get through. So it's cool. <laughs> I said it just doesn't matter. We'll go through the exit. It doesn't even matter. So with the, with the tire spikes. No, they don't have tire spikes because somebody from the group here drove through the wrong side once confused as to what lane to be in and uh, blew their tires up and they were on the board and it, it got ugly from there so i'm sorry sir you can't come in under direct order i want your name dude uh, my name is mark lambert i've been with the security firm for six and a half years uh, you could have fun jim i've, I've had this hey, anyway hey, i had one of our guards chase me down code three with amber lights for almost over a mile through my Property. I wanted to see how long he would chase me, and then I stopped and got out and walked in my house. And he said, well, you got it. You have he to said, stop for amber lights? Yeah, no, that's what he told me. He said, I have to stop for amber lights. And I said, yeah, you see, I know more about this than you. You probably don't want to play this game. <laughs> so, so did they call the security SWAT team? No, but I did have two guys. I did have two security guys here, what appeared to be a SWAT or at least form, a felony form, car stop. It was yeah, like a four, felony four guys car stop. Pulled up on, car. Four guys pulled up on segways, right? No, <laughs> I, I swear to you, I had two guys come in here. They must have been doing 80 through here that basically pulled up behind a person that had come to see me because he had apparently blown through the gate, and they literally did what looked like a, well, really bad felony car stop on us. And <laughs> I looked at both of them. I looked at both of them and literally said, you guys just need to get back in your cars and leave. I they're unarmed, aren't they? Uh, no. No, I mean, they're unarmed? They are, yes, they are unarmed. So why, what did you do wrong for them to chase you? Uh, it wasn't even me. It was somebody that was coming to see me that apparently either followed too closely so that the gate went, so they, they had two cars that went through the gate, which is a felony here, by the way. Um, or it was that he stopped and didn't take his guest pass or something to that effect. And then they chased him down. And he's like, I didn't stop. The guy has amber lights. I didn't know it's construction. Hey, Jim, I got an idea. Next week, we'll do a remote show. You and me will go out to Brent's, and we're going to bust that gate. And we'll do a live broadcast. That'll work. It actually, it actually works out great for you guys because the way they work that is if somebody comes through and busts the gate, whoever they're going to see pays the bill. So, <laughs> It's, oh, we can uh, do a live show and get a bill sent to Brent. Yeah. Perfect. It, it Perfect. leans against the house, but that's kind of cool because I rent, so it's even better. So it just goes to the property owner. So when I get some attitude uh, <laughs> with the guards, they're going to go, who are you? I say, I'm going to see Brent Brzezicki. Yep. So you, you send the bill to him. And you got a problem with me, you got a problem with Brent. So we'll, yep. 
Yeah, you talk to Brett because he said you guys are a bunch of slap dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's even better because then uh, one of the guard guys actually accused me of impersonating an officer and uh, and actually sent out my local police department to investigate it because I guess he didn't like the beatdown that we gave him in the street when we said you should probably get back in your toy cars and leave. And he, uh, so the local cops showed up and two guys showed up at my front door who I, I didn't they know. they wouldn't let him in unless they were uh, code no. three emergency. No, no, no. Hey, what are those golf carts they use? Are those made by Harley? It was. Uh, <laughs> keeping it real. No, actually was, those are Yamahas, Jim. It was a legitimate call, though. They uh, they said that I was impersonating an officer. Uh, they sent two officers down. They looked at me and they said, can you step outside? And I said, uh, no. Why, did you brandish the guards? No. Didn't do anything. Jim, he's lying. Why? Because my lips are moving down. He looked yes. laying down. That's a classic sign of deception. <laughs> my lips are moving. My lips are moving. Hey, so, ne- so next time we go, next time we go through, Jim, we're going to crash the gate. Yep. And we're going to tell them the Brent told us we didn't need to stop because they were nothing more than mall cops. Yep. And uh, I would say that that's five hundred bucks right there if you break the gate. Okay, we'll do it in separate cars, Jim. That's a grand. It's like a two-step uh, topic. Yes, it's it's funny uh, because when I go through Capino twelve times a day, there's a uh, sign in one of the exits that says right turn only, and of course every other car turns left there. And the girls always say, "Aren't you going to do something about that?" And I'm, and yeah, I'm going to get another thirty-two ounce lot that I swapped today with ten extra shots. And then I'm going to make a left uh, when I leave here. Property. Yeah. yeah, I always make a left there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's That's a good uh, it's example. Kind of yeah, private yeah. property. It's uh, it's a great opportunity to kind of uh, maintain order, like in a big giant, uh, like a shopping mall or something. But. Uh, you know, just because it's private property doesn't mean that uh, they can't take action against you being the property owners. But as far as law enforcement goes, right, and you know, I, it's not like we're sitting, we're not sitting at a stop sign or hidden in a parking space waiting for you to roll a stop sign on on private property. Right, and I will. You can't add be it, cited for it, but you can be stopped and warned for it. Like Jim said, it's great PC to stop somebody, and you know, and then find out they're unlicensed or got a warrant or something. So. Uh, yeah, you know, obey the laws anyway. Oh, the thing, you, no, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. No, I, I'm done, Jim. Go ahead. You sure? No, I was driving. Uh, one of the most common things, and I can't believe I actually went to court on it last week. But I think the guy. What a Yamaha! You were driving a really common thing, a Yamaha. No, but uh, <laughs> cell phones. I, I, driving to work today, I, I probably passed uh, 10, 12 cars, and I live like several blocks from where my office is. I, every other car, someone was talking on a cell phone, and I mean, those tickets have, have quadrupled in, in expense. So I'd like to thank all the people in my area that are contributing to the uh, budget deficit by talking on their cell phones while they're driving. And and um, I stopped the guy night before last for the, the same thing, and uh, he says, well, it was an emergency. And I said, dude, unless you got one of those things flashing on the roof of my car on top of your car, it ain't no emergency. So... Uh, you know, pull over, take care of your business. Don't do it driving down the road. Otherwise, you got nothing coming, and, and it's not something you can find in, in traffic court. Either you were on it or you weren't. And uh, but, but unless you're on private property, green light. That is not true. You roll a guys. stop sign and talk on a cell phone on private property. Uh, or bust the gate going into uh, the gated community, and while you're talking on the cell phone. Exactly. That, that is straight up federal jail time. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding but the so 
So can we clarify this issue surrounding private property? So the issue comes down to is private property. It's not a city maintained street. Right. But the, the, let's say the property owner wants enforcement done on it. Can they request that? Absolutely. We have some uh, gated communities in our city where they've come to the city council and they've said that they want their streets patrolled by police and all the uh, vehicle code violations enforced. And they will post that on the entrance to the uh, development saying, uh, you know, yeah, that's prop- usually enforced under a uh, uh, city ordinance, right, Mark? No, then it's it not just a city ordinance. Well, no, we could still cite them for uh, the here the California vehicle codes. There are other other municipal codes that we could cite them for, but if we're enforcing the vehicle code, we could write them just like we would out on the uh, on the main boulevards if they run. No, a stop I know, sign. but usually the the sign says subject to enforcement uh, by city ordinance or municipal right. code or whatever. Right. The city council but passes an ordinance. Right. Yeah, the city council right, passes an ordinance thing. to uh, to allow us to go in there and. And um, enforce all the, the vehicle code. Well, that becomes that makes it like a special district. Then that's what that's what that municipal code does. I think, right? Why don't you petition uh, your area, Brent, to get allow cops to go? In no, we already to- we already went over this at some meeting once, and they actually asked me to come in with laser radar and a speed sign that shows you your speed and all that. And I really brought the stuff in and I said, you know, none of you guys are going to vote for this, right? And they said, what do you mean? I said, because if I put this stuff out for a week, it'll be only you guys that I catch on this thing. So you're not going to vote for it. So, and they agreed and we never put one in and we didn't put in speed bumps either. Right. Truly, truly amazing. And Brent talks on a cell phone while he drives too, right? I do, but I use a Bluetooth and interfaces with my truck, my $50,000 Bluetooth earpiece. Yeah. (laughs) So it works great. Let me tell you. I don't. I don't see why people have such an issue. I, it's not. I, I got to tell you, it's not the headset. It's not the, the phone. It's not any. It's the talking. You you can talk on the phone holding it to your head. You can talk on the phone on a Bluetooth headset. It's the conversation that is the distraction, not the phone. How you hold it for all you Apple iPhone owners. Um, any of that. I mean, the issue is is that if you're talking about something else versus driving. Uh, hello, that's going to be distracting. Yeah, the heated. Yeah, like if you're uh, if you're a businesswoman going to work and your husband calls uh, while you're stuck in bumper to bumper traffic and says, "I want a divorce, I'm leaving you." Then yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the one parked, you know, sitting in front of that lady's car. But yeah, uh, slam. I mean, and that's the that's the fact. Plus, <laughs> are you do? I mean, for me, I work in a in a business where I'm talking on the phone all the time and am expected to. But are, am I doing my customers justice by not pulling over and taking the time to concentrate on the problem, or just answering stuff and trying to drive and, you know, and trying not to drive off the road or getting hit by somebody else that's on a cell phone? And I think that the issue is is that you have to make that determination. Well, Europeans have made that determination for a long time. You're not allowed to drive with a cell phone. So hey, I got to I got to change subject up real quick before I got to split. But speaking of driving. That's the second what was up with this split. malfunction friggin' freak of nature that uh, I think was stopped in Oakland, and he was on his way to San Francisco to go, like, friggin' kill a bunch of... Did you hear about that on the news? Oh, yeah. The Those highway patrol cars were riddled with bullets. The guy had a, he had a rifle, a pistol, and a shotgun, and he, he had tons of ammunition. And uh, the poor CHP guys, they pull over a car that's weaving at, what, one in the morning or something? 
and uh, all of a sudden the guy opens fire on them, and they're in like a 15-minute firefight for their lives. Um, that was the 580, 580 shooting or whatever? Yeah, yeah, and they had 10 CHP uh, officers end up showing up. The guy was wearing body armor, and he got shot several times before he finally gave up, but yeah, that guy was a psycho. He was on his way to San Francisco. He was going to wait till Monday morning, and he was going to go to the... Uh, the ACLU and some other group because he was uh, bitter about something and he was going to just start killing people. Man. But yeah, they're psychos. I mean, it could happen anywhere, anytime. There are just total psychos nah, out there. You, you, never, you never know who the dude is driving down uh, next to you on the freeway, that's for sure. That is yeah. no kidding. We're that's... walking. I had a 5150 today that was absolutely one of the worst ones I've seen in a long time. And... um. I mean, the guy was really dangerous. He was running up to people, trying to punch him and chasing cars. And uh, I ended up going out on the guy, and luckily we got enough officers there. But, yeah, people are just loony. I mean, they're just absolutely loony, and it could happen anywhere, anytime. Hey, Jim, where were you today? Loony. Yeah. Loony. That, that's, that's a real freaking strong word. Loony. Well, it sounded better than far, mm. fair foo, far foo, far What was your word, Brent? Farfignuity? Yeah, Mark, people are loony. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's let Brent make up a really good word for that. Oh, man. And the show goes down the toilet. Yeah, we probably had at least two listeners of the Iron Warriors left, but uh, I think we even lost Ed on that one. Thanks, Jim. I don't know. I think Ed will be back. That's true. In fact, that's it. Everyone's got to stick around for Ed. Uh, Ed's (laughs) going to be another guest speaker, and uh, everyone could tune in and listen to him. It was. Yeah, all I'm going to say is to all of our listeners, we refuse to talk about politics anymore because oh. that's that's a great way to lose listeners. Yeah, but that's a great way to get Ed fired up. Yeah, I'm sure we can get Ed fired up without politics, though. So. <laughs> well, even Ed doesn't ride a Harley. But yes, he does. He's part talking? of the group, you <laughs> you, know, you could say it, Brent. I'll give you permission to say it this time. Ah. Do you do you listen? To, he's the one who got us. Oh, never. You know what? Never mind. Um, it's yeah, not. Even he's probably not on a Harley. He's probably hey, on the. Uh, hey, like Jim, the let me put it. Jim, I I got a good way to rest who my makes case. Beastar is it Kawasaki or uh, or Yamaha? The Beastar. Hey, Jim. Is that Honda? Who makes lawnmowers, Jim? Smith and Wesson. Yeah. <laughs> Honda. That's all right. Harley doesn't have to make lawnmowers and. Uh, and uh, jet skis and stuff to stand. Uh, yeah, they, they do so well in sales of golf carts in gated communities. Uh, I think Yamaha is the one that has the uh, most of the golf carts. Are uh, anyway. Uh, actually, Yamaha. Anyway, send your the, emails to Jim. Send your yeah. uh, send them all to Jim. I do believe that I do believe that Yamaha is one of the world's largest makers of golf carts. But that's okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's because they can't make a good motorcycle, but they make a great golf cart. You know what? I think. <laughs> hey, all all I can say is I don't think it matters what you ride as long as you ride. So it doesn't really matter. But whatever, you Harley. Whatever. 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 All right. Hey, I don't want to cut it short, but I'm gonna have to split here pretty quick. So we got anything uh, like super important where you need me? I'm sorry. Are we cutting you your social time? I can keep talking about your friggin' tea time and Harleys and stuff. Uh, uh, Jim. Jim's got to leave the show early because he's got to push his Yamaha home, and he's got to wait. He, there still has to be daylight. He doesn't want it to get dark here. So uh, no, actually, he has to push yeah, his Yamaha. I on the side of the road because I rode through a friggin' giant puddle of oil that some Harley <laughs> left at an intersection. But other than that, it's all right. 
but when he just pushes push it, it home, push it through the caffeino place and get your caffeino and uh, then head on home. Just make sure you make a left when you're leaving. <laughs> all right. So no, and well, I we think can probably we probably all wrap it up. Yeah, we can actually wrap it up. So basically, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody that was that has submitted questions. I've sent out a bunch of books. Um, to those people. We have a couple questions that we didn't answer in today's show that we're going to save for next week's show that um, I think we can dive into a little bit that we haven't hit on. But what are they? So I can think about uh, The one was, well, I mean, I know you never check your email, but the, uh, the one that I got in here just recently was uh, of course, why, why would I be able to find it now that I actually need to see it? Craziness. 400 emails a day. Ah, no, no. That's Mark complaining about the show this week. Uh, ah, so uh, it has to do with warrants and when people can expect to get out of jail. Oh, oh the $700 didn't go to court. We uh, could answer it right now if you guys want to. Oh, we'll keep everyone in suspense. Okay, so. Uh, they can tune in, uh, tune in next week for that. Oh, okay, because you have to go to Caffeino or... Hey, can we get can we get some advertising money from Caffino since we say their name so much on here? Android. Yes. Yeah. Caffino, drive through espresso. I don't think we'll be getting any money from Harley. Yeah, you never know. Actually, I've heard any publicity is good publicity, so it could be it could be they make blenders awesome. too. I think. Don't they make blenders? <laughs> no, oh, I'm that's young. Toaster oven. I have a Harley toaster oven. <laughs> Uh, now that would be really cool. <laughs> Although you can get just about anything with a Harley emblem on it. Cost you a lot more, but uh, you can get anything with a Harley emblem on it. So, Jim, you can get them for your Yamaha. That's right. I'm going to get Jim a Harley t-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> my other my other bike is a Harley. Yeah. All right. Well, so... They actually had a NASCAR sponsored by Harley. I didn't see any Yamaha sponsors out there, but uh, they did have Na um, a Harley Davidson car. Yeah, sponsored. and Viagra is also sponsoring a NASCAR. Does that say anything? So yeah, that's Brent's fa favorite driver. Hey, <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. That'll get a rise out of you. I'm going to be up all night. Oh, I'm going to be up all night thinking about this show. This is why Mark is not a stand-up comedian. Okay, so. Our website, coptalk.info. Um, you can always check out the show on uh, the new Stitcher radio uh, application on just about every phone that's out there. Please don't listen to it while you're walking on any trails. God knows what will happen. Um, you can subscribe through iTunes. Please ask us and continue to ask your cop questions to uh, ask a cop section on our site. Uh, you can or anything that's on your mind. Just write us. Yeah, really. It's okay. We'll probably send you a book if you just say hi. Um, and thanks for your and keep support. the podcast on your phone when you're driving. You can talk on a cell phone, think like you were listening to our broadcast, and if you get stopped, you can go, look, officer, I was just trying to make my life safer. Show them that you were listening to friggin' uh, the cop talk. That'd be podcast. thinking on your toes. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. Just, like just, my dad, yeah, it's like my dad who threw out a cigarette off of a bridge, and the guy said, why, when he's going to give you a ticket for that? Yeah. Well, what better place to throw out a lit cigarette over all this water? So, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> hey, dude... Dude didn't get a ticket. Good for him. <laughs> so, thank you, CHP. Get the evidence. Where's the evidence? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Exactly. About two miles downstream. Yeah, it's cool. It's just yeah. back there. Go find it, officer. 
So, all right, so for this week, we're done. But for next week, uh, maybe we'll talk to Ed and get Ed back in and see uh, what other tragedy has happened down there with uh, open carry. Not that I'm going to talk about it anymore. Oh, he's probably loving it because uh, they sent a bunch of National Guard down to the borders around there. So he's probably loving it. That's fantastic. He's probably applying for the National Guard right now. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't there a group that just went and shot people on the border or something? Uh, I don't know. There was a whole private organization that was doing that. We'll get it straight from uh, Ed Look, next week. The horse we'll invite back on the show. All right. Well, to uh, to all our new listeners that are now gone, and to all our old listeners that continue to support us month to month, uh, thanks for that. And uh, thanks, and thank welcome again. Welcome again, Iron Warriors in Arizona, and uh, hope you continue listening to the podcast. And uh, yeah, no kidding. That that might be a lot to ask, but <laughs> well, after we Jim, yeah, it. that's going to be a lot hey, to just, ask. Uh, yeah. Just a little reminder: life is way too short, so. Be smart and do the right thing, people. Use common sense. A uh, little shout. There was a Rayleigh's near where I live, and the assistant manager was a total sweetheart. And, uh, in fact, I did have a little crush on her for a while. But I went into the store the other night, and uh, everyone had kind of a, a glum look on their face. And I said, what's, what's up? And uh, they told me that uh, Tammy uh, was killed the day before. She actually rode a Harley Davidson, and I'm not making a joke, Mark. She was uh, riding up the river up by... Uh, Alton or Rio Vista somewhere, and uh, I guess took a corner a little too fast. She uh, no alcohol involved whatsoever. She was just kind of a little uh, a wild child. Took a corner too fast, hit a guardrail, and went down, and and she died. And in an instant, your life can be taken away from you. Whether you do something yourself that's stupid, or whether you let yourself get victimized and let someone else do it to you. So please be smart. You know, live life uh, smart and use common sense and be safe. Yeah. I mean, what can we say? Yep. Can't add anything more to that. Ah, life, it's crazy stuff. So, all right. Well, till next week then. Uh, and Jim, since you got to leave because I don't know where you are and I don't really want to know. So, I'll text it to you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's good. While driving, please. Remember, Jim, next week, gate crashing at Brent's. Awesome. Roger that. I'm down for that. I, I think that'd be great, and then we can maybe we can mic the guards as they take you down on felony well, I car think Ed stop. would even fly down to be part of that. We can get the three of us and be fifteen hundred bucks. Te- technically, that's up, but that's cool. So whatever. Yeah. Well. Anyway, whatever. we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening, and stay safe. See everybody next. Week.